Welcome to Ensemble, where the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. This week's bite-sized podcast is going to summarize the most important stories in the financial and crypto world for you. My name is Dean, with me is Tim, and today we are your Ensemble. Well, Ensemblers, after a few weeks of mayhem with NVIDIA's stock and all the S&P 7 going a bit crazy in the markets with their earnings, we had a pretty quiet week in the markets. The big news this week, of course, was the jobs report. And the US added 187,000 jobs in August, which was 17,000 above expectation. However, unemployment rate did increase from 3.5% to 3.8% despite the positive jobs report. It's definitely something a country like South Africa can learn from, but definitely good news in the US. What else we saw this week is X finally obtaining a money transmitter license. So as we've previously said on our podcast, X has been obtaining money transmitter licenses across various states. In addition to this, it's also now obtaining currency transmitter licenses, which allow it to have different crypto-related services. These crypto-related services include storing, transferring, and exchanging digital assets on behalf of their users. So you can already pay for things via Stripe as they do with their revenue sharing service. But in the future, they're going to allow potentially other currencies in most, if not all, US states and globally. And of course, cryptocurrencies as well. We're just not sure if that's going to be stable coins like USDC and Circle or Bitcoin or, of course, Elon's favorite, Doge. On the crypto front, there was some big news this week with the Grayscale versus SEC court case. Dane? So the DC Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that the SEC's arguments in rejecting the Bitcoin spot ETF application was arbitrary after after Grayscale argued that the SEC did not have a firm basis to reject its bid to convert uh, the Grayscale trust into an ETF. So Ensembles, you may have remembered from the last couple of months that we had BlackRock Fidelity, two of the three biggest money makers in the world with eight and six trillion dollars under management, under management, amongst a host of other money managers, apply to the SEC for a Bitcoin spot ETF. That decision was actually delayed by the SEC for pretty much the the near future. But this news this week with Grayscale, they've been fighting this fight for the Bitcoin spot ETF for a number of years, as as have Gemini and a number of other crypto native companies. One of the key things that came out of the court decision was the fact that the SEC's denial of the application was inconsistent with their approval of future ETFs. And this did not explain why it viewed future ETFs different from spot ETFs. Specifically, that there was a 99.9% correlation between spot and future market prices. So in the judgment, the judge said that the underlying assets, being Bitcoin and potentially even Bitcoin futures, are closely correlated. And given the various agreements between the CME, the SEC and other likely regulators, there was no need to actually reject the application as things such as fraud and manipulation can be adequately dealt with. And the reason why this ETF is so important is it gives wide scale exposure to the American public. There are already ETFs in Europe, in Australia and Canada for Bitcoin. And what we want is, of course, the American public to have access to invest and trade the Bitcoin through the underlying asset of the ETF. Because of this 
positive news, the fact that it's just going to be a lot harder for the SEC to reject ongoing applications, whether it's from Grayscale or these other big money makers. Bitcoin popped. However, the market is so and so illiquid at the moment that there was a bit of a god candle. Bitcoin went up straight from 26,000 to 28,000. But by the same time the next day, it had lost all of those gains and some to actually end the week under 26,000. The markets for cryptocurrency are very fickle and everyone's fighting for a lot of liquidity at the moment. Let's see what happens in the future, with particularly with this ETF narrative, if they do get approved and the Bitcoin halvening uh, in April next year, there is some hope for the crypto market, but definitely some tough times from a liquidity perspective. As Tim said, we have a lot of interesting events coming up early next year. And if the SEC finally approves a spot ETF, similar to how regulators such in Canada have approved one, then we may see Bitcoin finally explode. But only time will tell, and we have no doubt that the delay in actually looking at the applications by the SEC is to not only consider this judgment, but really consider the future and what may happen with spot ETFs. Staying on the crypto front, Robinhood, which of course is the popular trading platform for retail investors in America, made famous by the GameStop and the Reddit meme stock uh, trading a couple of years ago, has been revealed to be the third biggest Bitcoin holder in the world and the fifth biggest Ethereum holder in the world. So they've been quietly accumulating huge amounts of crypto. Whether it's their own balance sheet or those of their clients, what is abruptly clear is that if it is the crypto belonging to their clients, these retail investors hold a lot of crypto assets, and this is probably only going to increase over time. The reason why I'm hopeful that it's the former Dean is because also this week, Robinhood bought back their stake that Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF, had invested in the company for a whopping $605 million. They want him clean out as he faces trial in just over a month's time, and they want it all to be there. So $605 million, that is a big chunk to be buying back and showing good confidence in their general, in their product. Wrapping up the market ensemblers, and Bitcoin was down 0.5% to just under $26,000, while Ethereum was down 1% to $1,635. The S&P 500 was up 2.5%, while the Dow was up 1.43%. Lastly, the Nasdaq was up 3.67%, and the FTSE was up 1.72%. Ensemblers, that's all for today. Keep stacking, hodling, building, and maximizing our ROI. And remember, you're not alone. You're part of our ensemble, trying to get a bit financially smarter every day.